I mean, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you! Flame of Moon! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve, and joining me again on the show today is Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Steve. What's going on? Not too much. Same old, same old. It's, um, it's, a, it's a Friday. It is a Friday. Glad the weekend's here. That's right. It was tough going back to work this week because this was the week uh, after Christmas break for me. Tuesday was rough for me. Yeah, same. After coming home, we're going back to work after the holidays, New Year's, and uh, well, we'll see what happens this weekend uh, over here on the East Coast. We have a snowstorm that's supposed to be coming tonight, uh, Friday night, the night we're recording this, like you said, so we'll uh, have to see what happens if we're snowed in, and uh, get your tauntaun ready, cut it open, sleep in it like a nice warm sleeping bag. I heard they smell good. That's what uh, Han Solo says. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that's what we're looking at right now. And there's the uh, first round of uh, the NFL playoffs this That's weekend. That's right. I'm excited. Now, who are you rooting for? Because your I'm, your team didn't uh, have a they didn't have an awful season. Chris, what what what, what team do you like? Um, being from Southern New Jersey, I am a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles. Right. Um, if a, if a listener who doesn't live around here is like, why does someone from New Jersey like a Pennsylvania team? That's really the closest geographical team. Yes. Like the the New York Giants are much farther away. Right. They actually play in New Jersey. Their right. stadiums in New Jersey, but yeah. they're like twice as far as Philly from from where I live. Right. Um, you asked me who I'm rooting for. Yeah. Um, I'm just rooting against the Giants, not against the Cowboys. Against both of them, I guess. But the the Giants play this weekend, so they do. They're and, the first one to root against. And Chris is saying that mainly also because <laughs> I am a New York Giants fan. That's uh, not the reason. It's not because of you. No, it's not. But it's just because in general, Eagles fans aren't supposed to like. The Cowboys or the Giants. This is true. This is true. And it's the Giants versus Green Bay in Green Bay. Um, and the, yeah, Gi- luck. the Giants have had some good luck uh, playing Green Bay in the playoffs at Lambeau Field. So. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers looks really hot right now, though. I'd, I wouldn't <laughs> want to play him. Yeah. Um, the Giants have been – I don't think they've been as good as their record shows for this year. They're, they, they were what? I think they were – well, they had like 10, 10, 10 wins. 10, 10 and 6, I think they were. They might have been 11 uh, maybe and 5. 11. Maybe 11. They were 11 yeah. and 5. Um, which I mean, they were okay. they've been okay, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, the wild card. Hey, they won the Super Bowl in two thousand eight on a wild card, so we'll see what happens. Yes. So everyone knows that break. because Giants fans won't stop <laughs> telling you that. That's because everybody acts like every other team has done just as well as they have. If you've just joined us, you're listening to the football podcast with Chris and Steve. <laughs> That's right. Hey, where we, we just talk about football. Maybe we could do a follow up, and only the two teams we like. <laughs> Uh, all right, so yeah, definitely check out some good football games this uh, this weekend and going forward until the Super Bowl. If that's your thing, if you're, yeah, your thing. If if you're not a football fan, like I know, find I mean, something else to do. Yeah, I guess you know Netflix. I don't think anything new is on Netflix. Civil Wars on Netflix, I saw. Yeah, I haven't got a chance uh, to watch it. Uh, Sherlock just started again. Yep, I haven't seen it yet. 
And uh, you're not reading anything about the episode. Don't want right. to get I'm, any spoilers. I'm going in without any spoilers, not knowing anything that's going on. I, I will. I did tell you that I didn't care for the episode. Right. I didn't hate it. Just wasn't. It's just, yeah, it's just. It was one of my less favorite ones. Right. I mean, that's like Sherlock. You know, even like a less favorite one is pretty good compared to other television standards. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So I'm excited to watch that. So anything else new? You want to get into it? Let's let's get into it. Okay. So Steve, what are we talking about? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> we we have we have a format we got to follow. <laughs> we have to do some other things before we get there. So real quick, uh, I wanted to go over some results from previous episodes. Um, our last episode that Chris and I recorded involved who would win in accomplishing their New Year's resolution. We had Adam Sandler starting fresh with 2017. Oh, I, I forgot to vote. <laughs> well, the poll's still open. All right, I'll so vote, you can still I'll vote. vote right now. Well, currently you're winning. So, oh, great. So who would win in accomplishing their New Year's resolution? Adam Sandler is currently winning with 60% of the vote. That was with Adam Sandler doing Happy Gilmore 2 in order to bring back his career. Um, to have people enjoy his comedy and see how creative and how great he is. And then my New Year's resolution was for the executives at DC to get their shit together and to make um, some good films. Not I shouldn't say good films because some of their films have been okay so far, but just make a more coherent universe that they are trying to make uh, in order to do justice, pun intended, for the DC <laughs> universe. Uh, so that's where we're at right now, 60% to 40%. So it's a close, it's a close fight. It is close right now. So if you vote, you're going to take another a stronger lead. So All right. just remember to vote. Did you vote? I did vote. Oh, okay. I mean, you could vote right now while I'm rambling. Hey, on I have a question vote. for you. Sure. Do you vote with the Who Would Win cast account? You or? cannot. Oh, you can't you vote. Cannot, no. Okay. Yeah, I use my personal Twitter. I was account. wondering if that would be like an extra vote. Yeah. For you. No, you can't vote on your own poll. Okay. Yep. That's good. I was going to call already foul. Tr- already tried it. Because <laughs> um, I'm not going to complain anymore about the Thomas the Tank Engine Barney episode because. I was complaining a bit last episode, and longtime friend of the show, Hugh Harley, tweeted at me uh, a gif of Bernie Sanders wagging his finger at me to kind of let me know, like, hey, you lost this one. So I'll admit, <laughs> Thomas and Tank Engine could beat Barney. <laughs> that's that's very, very uh, – you're being the bigger person there, Chris. You're, you're admitting defeat. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's move on. So uh, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you'd just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. And you can also subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. Do you want to ask me the question, or am I going to ask you the question? Uh, wait, before we talk about what we're doing today, okay. did you want to bring up some of the other ideas that were suggested to us that we decided not to do? Yes. So, so... What what are we talking about today, Chris? As an overall theme? Oh, it's a it's going to be a Pixar themed battle. It's going to be a Pixar themed battle. Pixar character versus Pixar character. And there's a reason for that. That's correct. And I had no idea this was happening, but it's uh, John Lasseter's birthday on Thursday, on Thursday, January twelfth. He is turning sixty years old. And for those of you who might not know, John Lasseter is pretty much the brains behind Pixar. Uh, he directed Toy Stories 1 and 2. Uh, he's going to direct Toy Story 4. He directed Cars. I don't know if he directed Cars 2. Um, did anyone direct Cars 2? Maybe no one did. <laughs> I don't know if anyone was really involved. Maybe Adam Sandler did. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised the way that movie came out. <laughs> but um, he, he's pretty much the guy, the creative guy in charge of Pixar. And yeah, I'm he sure. seems to be pretty involved with things. Yeah, and as everybody knows, Pixar is pretty fantastic i mean they've had a couple misses not even a couple i think cars 2 is their only bad movie 
Agreed. I, they've made some of the highest grossing animated films of all time. I know. And, and the critically claimed, too. Yeah. yeah. All, all of them high, high ratings, critic, user, everything. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, so we wanted to have a Pixar battle. So we went to the Twitter sphere and the Facebook universe and asked our fans for some suggestions of who they'd like to see match up. And we got a couple We from got hundreds of suggestions. Hundreds of couples of suggestions from our fans. I think we would have gotten hundreds of suggestions had all of our thousands of followers suggested Partici- something. Participated in something, correct. But yes. just a small amount decided to. Right. So we're gonna just look, we're gonna look at the couple that we got, and we're just going to just do kind of like a quick analyzation of those, and then go into the big one that we're going to do today. So as Chris mentioned earlier, one of our biggest fans, Mr. Hugh Harley. Shout out to Hugh Harley out there. Uh, he suggested two fights. What did he suggest there, Chris? Uh, well, he first suggested uh, Joy uh-huh. from uh, what's that movie about? Inside uh, Out. Inside Out. Yeah. Thank you about like the emotions. Versus Dory, the uh, the, yeah. the blue fish from. Finding Nemo, and then more recently, Finding Dory. Correct. And I mean, I think it's Joy. You want to know why? Why is it Joy, Steve? Joy's going to get into Dory's head, force Dory to commit suicide, and then jump out of her head. That's very dark for a (laughs) Pixar-themed battle. But honestly, Joy is the stronger mental character here. Like, Dory, I mean, like, um, development-wise, she's pretty much a child. Yeah. So I mean, she doesn't always make the best decisions. She's mostly lucky. She yeah, has good she friends. Runs into luck. Good friend. Good good uh, support group. Yeah, Joy like really had to like persevere to do everything she did. And she could she could get into Dory's head, and she could screw up. Oh, now I get That's it. That's what I'm saying. Get into her head. That's I, what I'm saying. It she totally. Get into her head. I totally. That's why I said it. she could make Dory commit suicide because she could be in her why? head and well, she could hit the button. I don't think button. Joy could do that because Joy is Joy. Joy would have yeah, to bring she, sadness yeah, what, with her. But she but she also learned in Inside Out about having sadness that joy that doesn't make any sense steve they personify the emotion are you saying that inside joy's head she has more emotions like meta emotions that's like inception inception is that going to be what inside out 2 is going to be about inside inside out that would be pretty awesome inside Um, inside out. i will start the script immediately (laughs) you're gonna be busy between happy gilmore 2 pine hill mobile court pilot and inside inside out except happy gilmore 2 is done like that's that's basically a wrap okay it's ready to go oh like as soon as adam sandler calls me or text me whatever, I will send him the script. The script. All right, good. It's a little rough, but I'm sure he likes to improv a lot, so I didn't want to, like, you know. You don't want to give him everything. Too. Yeah, exactly. Let, let him do a little bit, too. Yep. So that's Joy versus the Dory for you. All right, and what's the other one that our good friend Hugh suggested? He After that, he sent this one that I, th- I thought was was funny. Uh, Kevin from Up. Kevin is the bird. Yeah, the from, bird that's... That's a, that's a really good Kevin impression. Thank you. Uh, versus all of the fish from Finding Nemo. Which is essentially the entire ocean, I there, suppose. There was so many fish in Finding <laughs> Nemo. The only issue with this is fish, being fish, live exclusively in the water. You can't argue with that fact. And Kevin, right, being a bird, uh-huh. lives on the land. That is another true statistic. So I just don't know how a battle between them would go. The we, only way they could get on land is if they get into a bag, but they'd only get into a bag if they were in a tank and they were cleaning the tank. And all of the fish in the whole Finding Nemo in plastic bags, and then Kevin's just going to peck their bags. And it's just going to pop. Right. I mean... Yeah. It's just not going to work. I, I just don't... I don't know. And I think maybe Kevin would have to learn how to fish. Yeah. But man, he's not going to get the deep sea fish. He's just going to get the surface fish. Yeah. But... But they are at the surface a lot Most of the time. Most of them are at the surface. Yeah, That's a true. lot of the time they're at the surface. Can you catch an octopus fishing? I don't see why not. I guess I don't see why not either. Yeah. All right. 
So I, I guess I have to give this to Kevin. I don't see any way the the fish are gonna wage an offensive. Well, maybe this is what I'm thinking here. In Finding Nemo, when the one pelican, not like the Jeffrey Rush pelican, but like the other pelicans. No, 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 no. Jeffrey Rush tries eating them at first. Remember? He tries, like, eating Dory and Marlin. When he says to get into my mouth if you want to live? No, no, no. Before before they become friends, he tries eating them. I don't remember that. So he, he tries eating them, and then they're going down his throat, and Marlin, like, blocks the throat. And, okay. like, is forcing him to, to choke. Uh, that oh, maybe sounds... it's not Jeffrey Rush. It's, it's a pelican. It might have been another. Yeah, yeah it might have been another pelican. Anyway, and then the pelican, like, puts yeah. it back up. So they could do some serious damage to Kevin's throat if they do get stuck oh, in his throat. Oh, so they would, like. They purposefully block it so he can't breathe. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. They're, like they're going like, down. Ba- or just, like, one sacrificial kamikaze fish to go in there <laughs> and just wreck everything up on the inside. Exactly. So he'd have to get eaten in whole. Right. He can't be chewed. Right. But, I mean, they'd have to pick a small to medium-sized fish because Kevin's a big bird. Yeah. So that fish is going in there. You know who it should be? Who should it, it be? It should be a puffer fish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the puffer fish is going down. Oh, man. <laughs> and just, like, from the inside. So, so here's where we're at, I think. If the fish from Fighting Nemo can devise a way... To get Kevin to eat a puffer fish whole, yes, the fish take this one. Yeah, it's a win for the fish. If they can't, if they can't, it's just a war of attrition. Kevin's picking you off one by one. Does he have to eat all of them? I guess so, right? Because it's versus all uh, the fish from Finding Nemo, I, or until the fish surrender. Right. Maybe they, eventually they would. Yeah. Just give up, possibly. So this is, this is actually more interesting than I thought it was. Gonna I thought be. I completely agree. Also, we should have done that. We really, it's better than our <laughs> other one. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, third, uh, one of our fans on Facebook, uh, Emma Campbell, she reached out to us and she said, anger versus ham. Anger is one of the emotions also from mm-hmm. Inside and Out. ham is the second most popular lunch meat. This is true. Behind turkey. Yes. Do you think, I think ham's more popular than turkey. Ham's more popular than the turkey? I think ham. All right, ham versus turkey. turkey next week. <laughs> you know what though? I used to be a big ham guy, and I've recently turned to turkey. I just think it's lighter, and it's just uh, you know. Tastier. I I prefer turkey too. I, I like both. I do like both, but recently, if I have a choice, I'm going to go turkey. Me too. Yeah, but actually, I also like honey ham. Have you tried honey ham? Yes. It's like a sweeter ham. Yeah. I like that. It's nice. Yeah, a little. Uh, but spicy then you can mustard. you can get honey turkey too, and man, we're just coming up with all these great fights. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if ham is the second most popular. I have no backup statistics for that. Support that that was just a gut feeling. But I'm, so, I'm sure ham is one of the most popular secondary supporting characters from Toy Story. Oh, that's the other thing, ham. Do you think that's yes. what they meant? Pretty sure. The lunch, the lunch meat, or the character. Considering we asked for Pixar characters. Oh yeah, I forgot. Well, <laughs> I think in, um, uh, I could get this wrong. I think it's in Cars Two. Okay. There is a character eating a ham and cheese sandwich. Oh. So it could have been the ham from that ham and cheese sandwich. Might be. Or the pig from Toy Story. Or the pig. I'm thinking it's the pig from Toy Story. The evil Dr. Pork Chop. The evil Dr. Pork Chop. You lose, Sheriff Woody. Um, I'm going to go the same thing. Hanger's going to get into... Anger's Did you say get, hanger? <laughs> I combined both of them. <laughs> Hanger's going to get into Ham's head, and he's going to cause him to commit suicide again. <laughs> and he would probably do it, because he's angry. So, and then right, right, th- this is the hard thing though. If he can make them commit suicide, do they die on the inside also? Or could he like <laughs> eject really quickly so that way he doesn't, he doesn't die? It's, it's hard to say. It's you know. really hard to say. Yeah. I think maybe, I think they're in there. I think they're just part of his mind. Maybe. It'd be a suicide Com- mission. Suicide mission, kamikaze again. 
So, so yeah, so those were the suggestions that we got. So we definitely want to give a shout out to all of our listeners who uh, gave us those ideas. Thank you. So, uh, what is what is our true true fight that the we decided? True to do true fight, yes, as you say, yep. is Lotso Huggin Bear. Yeah, antagonist, villain from Toy Story three, verse Stinky Prospector Pete. What's his official name? Stinky Pete the Prospector. Is Stinky actually part of his official name, or is that added as like a... I believe it's just Stinky Pete the Prospector is his name, yeah. I don't want to misrepresent your name and like name calling, but you are literally known as Stinky Pete the Prospector. Okay. Correct. Yes. From Toy Story 2. Right. The antagonist as well. Yeah. Would you say the second antagonist? Like the main one... Is Al? No, I'd say Stinky Pete is the main, but the the first one you think it is is going to be Al, right? Is that... I don't really remember Toy Story 2 very well. Well, Toy Story 2 is actually my favorite of the Toy Story would, movies. Would you mind giving a real quick summary of Toy Story 2 for me? Sure. Toy Story 3, 2 is one of my favorite Pixar movies. It might be my favorite Pixar movie. Uh, so Toy Story 2, pretty much what happens is Andy goes to summer camp, but Woody's left home alone. or he's He was going to go to summer camp with Andy. He got damaged, so he's not going to go. Uh, and then Woody gets stolen at a yard sale by Al, who's voiced by Wayne Knight from Seinfeld, who's Newman. And he takes Woody because he's a toy collector, and it turns out that Woody's actually part of this really, really famous 1950s television show called Woody's Roundup. And at Andy's or at Al's apartment, he finds all the other toys like Jesse, Bullseye, and Sticky Pete that is part of this television show that he had no idea that he was part of. And then all the other toys go on this amazing rescue mission to go and get Woody back. And then they do. That's Toy Story 2. All right. You didn't mention Sticky Pete in that summary at all. I did. I said he's one of the people at Al's... Oh, that's it? He's just one of the people. Well, yeah, well, so then it turns out that Al's going to sell the toys to a toy museum in Japan, and Woody at first isn't really sure if he wants to go, and then Stinky Pete kind of convinces him to go, so Woody's all on board for it, and then Woody decides that he doesn't want to because all the toys show up. And then Sticky Pete reveals that he's kind of like the bad guy. And he's like, you're going. You have to go, Woody. And then there's this awesome chase scene in a Toyota car, the the Pizza Planet car. And um, then they go to the airport. And then that's the end of the movie. All right. Thank you. No, yeah, no problem. So would you say you don't even know Stinky Pete is the villain until maybe like the third act of Toy Story 2? Uh, or do you find out before that? I would say or midway you, through the second, yeah, through the second act, because he he um he's Woody's trying to escape at one point, yes, and he and turns he, the TV on, yes, so he, Al hears, yeah. and, so and then he, you're kind of like he's pulling the strings in like the second act, but you really don't know who it is, okay, and then because he thinks it's Jesse, Woody thinks it's Jesse, right, and then so he 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 has a presence, but he really doesn't reveal himself into the third act, okay. I think he's kind of the same as Lotso in a way. Like Lotso's pulling the strings, and you don't—he's pulling the strings in the second act, and then the third they act, have similar characters. They arcs. really do have very similar characters. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Um, I'll do a little bit of uh, a little bit of Lotso stuff. Go, go right ahead. Uh, Lotso is kind of his nickname. He's actually his full name's Lotso Huggin Bear. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to read his description from the Disney Wiki page for Lotso Hugging Bear. He is an obese, extra soft teddy bear with a pink and white plush body, a dark pink nose. It doesn't say this, I don't, but he, he smells of strawberry. Yes. It is mentioned. Yes. And I believe the toy they sold for in real life also has strawberry scented. Yes. He was based on a real toy. He was based on a real toy? From what I heard, 
like a toy that was from like the 80s or something. All right. Well, I mean, he is a teddy bear. Right. They're yeah. pretty standard. Yeah. That's why I thought it was funny that they called him obese in the yeah. description. <laughs> I mean, when you look at my character, my character is pretty heavy as well. Yeah. What does Pixar have against obese people? I don't know. Why is the villain got to be obese? I don't know. Trying to get kids to go out and not be obese, I suppose. Mm. Don't end up like Lotso. I don't know. Don't let your friends be like Stinky Pete. There's nothing wrong with being obese. No, there's nothing wrong with well, being obese. Well, other than like some health detriments. Right. But it doesn't make you a, bad, make you a person. bad person. Exactly. Anyway, uh, I also saw that uh, Lotso actually appeared like on a shelf in Toy Story 1, and John Laster wanted him to be in Toy Story 1 as a character. But they had trouble animating the fur. I forgot about that. So they uh, kind of just had him on the side. Yeah, he's like waving. There's one waving uh, during the staff meeting where he goes, hey, everybody on the shelf, can you hear yeah, me? Yeah, he's, he's on the shelf. Yeah. He doesn't really look anything like he does in Toy Story 3, considering right. yeah, he, a 15-year gap. Yeah. But, yeah. no, I mean, yeah. Um, Lotso also has a gang. They're the supporting villains of Toy Story 3. Uh, other evil toys kind of engaging in, like... Mafia type activities. Oh, yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah, <laughs> they seem to run like a gambling ring. Uh, <laughs> like they have like an enforcer. They have like a. a they have know. the muscle, right? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Some of his uh, he he has Ken. Ken's kind of his right hand man. Yeah, and then he sees the light, right? Because of Barbie. And then he, there there's Big Baby, yep. the the baby doll. There's Chunk. I don't know what type of toy Chunk was. He might have just been a made-up toy there for was, the movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember what he was in the movie. There oh, was, like, he, a muscly toy. There was, like, a robot toy. There was, was kinda a, like Chunk was kind of like a muscly uh, rock toy. Okay, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, he had different faces. There was uh, the octopus. The octopus. And for a little bit... Voiced by Oprah Winfrey. The octopus was voiced by Oprah Winfrey? Oh, no, 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 Sorry, Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, okay. Whoopi Goldberg. That makes more sense. Yes. And for a little bit, Evil Buzz Lightyear were part of his henchmen team. Yes. So, here's the thing about Lotso. Lotso is, like, super messed up. Like, he has psychological problems stemming from when he was accidentally abandoned mm-hmm. by his young owner. Right. Uh, which, which he... They were on a picnic. She fell asleep. When her parents took her, they left Lotso, Big Baby, and Chuckles the Clown. Behind, yeah. And they waited for a while, thinking they'd be picked up, because they were loved toys. Right. But they waited, they waited, they never got picked up. They hitch a ride on a car. A Pizza Planet car, actually. Was it? It was. I couldn't remember if it was that scene that it was in. All right, it's the Pizza Planet truck car. Uh, make it back to the house. They've all been replaced. Ooh. Hit, so, hit some heart. Yeah, he is, he is like, basically shattered yeah. at this point. Like, he is, he is a broken toy, mentally. He vows re- revenge and hatred. He seems to have a desire to, like, make sure that no toy escapes from Sunnyside. Right. He wants them to stay in there. Yeah. Where they can be loved by children forever. I don't think he wants them to be loved, though. No. I think he just wants to prevent them from escaping just because he's a mean guy. Right. And that's the thing I was thinking about Lotso. Like, Lotso is just, at his core, like, a mean person. Like, he, he, like, desires, like, people to suffer. By people, I mean other toys. And, like, with not much of, like, an ultimate evil goal other than to just rule Sunnyside Daycare. And I didn't I didn't think Stinky Pete was really as evil. Like, his, his goal is just to be in a museum so kids can't bother him. Okay. And that just didn't seem, didn't seem as evil to me. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I was, I was gonna, I was 
going to read through some of the personality traits that the Disney Wiki attributes to Lotso sure. and compare them to what they can attribute to Stinky Pete. You can argue otherwise, but this is just, you know, the official source, what they say about their character. Okay. So Lotso's list, it's it's pretty serious. Like, I'm just going to read them all because they're interesting. He's He's cunning, evil, sadistic, brutal, nihilistic, mean, selfish, cruel, dishonest, wounded, traitorous, cowardly, vengeful, ungrateful, tyrannical, and then it says slightly compromised. I don't know why it says that. <laughs> Manipulative, charismatic, charming, murderous, vile, <laughs> rude, psychopathic. And, like, that's that's a pretty serious that, list. That, that, uh, I wouldn't want to be described with any of those words except for charming, perhaps. And maybe slightly compromised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let me find... here. Here's uh, Stinky Pete's, according to the Disney wiki page. Uh, of course, it showed me an ad to cover up what I was reading. All right, here we go. Um, it does make a note that in the TV show, he was a friendly, kind of simple-minded, mm, loyal friend or whatever. Yeah. But his his personality in Toy Story 2 is decisive. Okay. Intelligent. Okay. Manipulative. Okay. Evil. Yeah. Cruel. Nice. Selfish. Okay. Ruthless. Awesome. Rude. Okay. Hateful. Right. Abusive. Nice. Jealous. Take it. Towards space toys. Yes, that's true. He and like delusional. And delusional. So most of those, the worst of that list, like manipulative, evil, cruel, selfish, are shared with Lotso. Okay. And some of his other ones, like decisive, intelligent. That's good for a villain. You want to be an intelligent villain. Yeah. So that way you can outwit your opponent. I'm going to let you get into this, but like, I don't see Stinky Pete as that much of a villain. Okay. Maybe you can tell me otherwise. All right. Well, let me give a little bit of background about Stinky Pete, and then and then we'll get into our fight. All right. Okay. So, like we already mentioned, he's the uh, main villain of Toy Story Two. He was voiced by Kelsey Grammer, who most people know from Cheers or Frasier. Uh, some people might also know him from the X Men movies. He was in X Men Three: The he Last was, Stand. He was Beast. He was Beast, and then he had a cameo right. in X Men: Days of Future Past when they refixed the timeline, and he was there as older Beast. Um, a couple fun facts. There's a Toy Story 3 poster that has Stinky Pete. And he's promoting like a big number three in like, the Toy Story font. And Stinky, Feet's, Stinky Pete is there like smiling, which is kind of weird because he's not in Toy Story 3 at all. Nor That's is he weird. Why and, is... it even, and it even says um, June 18th when the movie came out. Uh, so uh, I'll post a picture of that on the Instagram page if anybody wants to see it. But yeah, I thought that was, uh, that was pretty cool. So uh, a couple of his quotes. He has... Uh, let me see. He has nine phrases that he says, like, with his pull string. Like, Woody has his phrases, and so does Jesse. So a couple of his, I'm going to try to do them in my best uh, Stinky Pete impression, and uh, you may laugh should you feel necessary. So one of them is, there's gold in them there hills. That's one, that's one of his, uh, his phrases. It makes sense for a prospector to right? say that. Another one is, help, I think I'm stuck. <laughs> well, he is... Oh, I, I didn't. Did like, I read your description on the Disney Wiki of, of, his, of, of, his, his, of his shape? So, if you, as you remember, Lotso is an obese furry teddy bear, but uh, Stinky Pete, according to Disney, the Disney Wiki, is short and somewhat obese. Somewhat, I, I would think that he's more obese. I, I Stinky would think Pete, so too. Stinky Pete, which would make sense that he's. Ah, he, oh, I'm stuck. <laughs> I have two more. Another one is ah, oh, shucks a boo, shucks a boo, shucks a boo. <laughs> That is correct. And this is my favorite one. Ready? Oh, boy. Beans for dinner. <laughs> Prospectors love beans. Prospectors that's a common That's beans. common knowledge. Yeah. So those are some of his uh, his famous his 
phrases with the the pull string there. The pull string thing. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, at the end of Toy Story 3, when Andy gives the toys to Bonnie, he says, you know, this is Woody, so on. He says, this is Jesse, and he says, this is Bullseye. So sometime between Toy Story 2 and Toy Story 3, he learned the names of Bullseye and Jesse somehow. Maybe he found out there was a TV show. Maybe. Maybe did some research. Maybe he did some research. But there's no evidence to support that he knows that there is a Stinky Pete that is also part of the Woody's Roundup collection. Uh, which I thought was pretty interesting. So, some people um, like say that's a uh, like a plot hole error or a continuity error that that Andy knew their names because when he got uh, Jesse, he called her like Bazooka Jane or something like that in Toy Story Two. In Toy Story Two, he did. I mean, so he. I mean, it does make sense that there's been yeah, it's so many years. And I think one of Jesse's pull strings is when she says, "Hi, my name's Jesse." It might. That's so true. how he would have done Bullseye, I don't know because Bullseye doesn't have a pull string. Right. So I don't know how they found that one out. Maybe he was playing with them with a friend, and his friend's like, hey, you have a bullseye? I used to have one. Maybe. There's so many things that could have happened. It's exactly. really not worth it. I don't, I don't think it's that much of a plot hole. Me neither. So, so yeah. So um, do you want to get into the fight and exp- why we say yeah. who's who? Yeah. Tell me, why, tell me why Stinky Pete's such an evil guy. So let me tell you some of his powers and his skills. His powers? His powers. Okay, and his skills that I think could help him out in our fight. All right, I want I want to hear his powers. Okay, so first of all, he has a pickaxe that we might not think it's like a toy, right? Right. It is obviously extremely dangerous and sharp. It does seem to be very sharp because it was able to cut Woody's arm open easily. Like he easily. just kind of nicked Com- him and exactly, just, which was which was knitted and stitched. Not knitted. It was stitched like professionally, professionally with that old guy who did it for like an hour and a half while he's cleaning him up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that pickaxe can do some serious damage, especially if he's going up against Lotso, who I'm sure is made of some kind of similar toy material. He's a soft, plushy bear. Exactly. Okay? He is strong. Okay? In Toy Story 2, on the L- in the, uh, the scene in the airport, he punches Buzz Lightyear to the point where Buzz Lightyear falls so far back that he gets knocked over the conveyor belt and falls over into the level below them. Buzz Lightyear, a space toy, who he hates. He punches them easily right in the face he gets thrown backwards also when him and Woody are in a little bit of a physical confrontation he's able to easily kick Woody off of him and throw Woody across the conveyor belt as well so his arms and his legs definitely have some strength to him okay okay now this one I'm stretching a little (laughs) bit here but I'm curious I'm going to argue that Stinky Pete can see the future let's hear it okay so my evidence to support my argument. There is an outtake, quote-unquote, in Toy Story 2. You know how they have the outtakes during the, the credits? Yes. Where he tells Barbie, you can have a part in Toy Story 3. Barbie ends up getting a part in Toy Story 3, one of the, one of the leading roles. Okay? That one's kind of silly. But <laughs> there are two more that are actually pretty serious. He says that the toys are going to end up in a landfill in Toy Story 2. He says that to Buzz, Woody, the whole gang. He says, you toys will end up in a landfill. What happens in Toy Story 3? They do end up in a landfill. That's right. They do end up in a landfill. To be fair, a lot of toys end up in a landfill. Like, he was actually, like, I mean, he was a depressed guy. Right. Because he thought that basically toys were just, like, abused and discarded and then thrown away. That's why he didn't want to, like, ever be played with, apparently. Right. And so he, that's like where that's coming from with him. I just think that's, that's hey, actually a, just a true statement, really. He, a true statement that happens in the future. Some might call that predicting the well, future. He, did he say like 
you specifically, Woody, will be in a landfill. It, it was when the he, it, was, it really, was, he really was, was talking the, about toys in it general. It was when the toys were getting ready to throw him over the edge, right? And he was like angry at them, and he was saying all these things. And one of those things where you guys will end up in a landfill. Take it as you will. All right. Okay. Third one, he says to Woody at one point, "Do you really think that Andy will take you to college?" Right there. That's the plot of Toy Story 3. And he's right. Andy will not take Woody to college. I thought he tried to. But he did he at the end? Did he? I don't remember. Oh, he didn't. No, right. he gave him a bonnet. Yeah, he gave him right? a bonnet. Right? So, take that as you will. Well, but he successfully he didn't predicted predict- the future. Well, that's not a prediction. Times. He asked a question. Okay. But implying, like, <laughs> he, he knew what the answer was going to be. Like, do you really think he's going to bring you to college? Like, of course, that's what Thinky Pete was trying to get out of Woody. He wanted Woody to say, no, he's not going to bring me to college. Well, he did want him to say that because he was trying to manipulate him but in the beginning because oh, he's a good villain in the beginning he's he's an okay villain oh, okay uh in the beginning of toy story 3 andy was going to take woody to college but he didn't end up doing it at the very end of the movie though right well, so what he said still came true well the question he asked that didn't have an answer <laughs> one of the possibilities happened it's a pretty big stretch to say. Now I know why you said he had powers. <laughs> I was wondering what you were going to say. He might have the ability to predict the future, okay? So now I have a question for you. Please. Is Lotso really... Does he really have um, a good origin of an evil person? Are you, you're questioning Lotso's superhero, supervillain origin. Yes. He's angry at a girl. He Who should he really be angry at? Probably nobody. I no, mean, he should be angry at her parents because her parents took her away, never went back, took uh, – I don't even know. Was it Daisy? The girl's name? I think yeah, it was Daisy. I think it was Daisy. They never said, oh, hey, Daisy, where's your Lotso? Where's your baby toy? Oh, we should go back to that park we were at and look for them. No, they just said, Psh, screw it. We're going to buy you a new one. They, he should not be mad at Daisy or children. He should be mad at the parents. All right, so he has misplaced anger. That a right. lot of villains that, have misplaced that, anger. But that's driving the. Do you ever, wrong ever hear of a little then? villain called Darth Vader? That's that's drawing on the wrong emotions, though. He should he's being angry at the wrong. He has person. hatred, right? And misplaced anger. It led him to the dark side, which is making which is letting him make all these wrong decisions as a villain. Well, he made evil villain decisions. Yeah, but he's he's directing all of his anger towards children. Which he should I, he not just, be directing his anger towards children. He should be directing them towards I, adults. I don't see any examples of him directing anger towards children. If anything, he just directs anger towards toys. Because he's sadistic and crazy. Yeah, but also think of this, too. If he is, like, as smart as you say he is, he should have been like, oh, yeah, Daisy fell asleep. Like, they he, completely forgot about He should about have us. been. Right. But he was, so he shouldn't have decided to He was to blinded by the hatred from the parents. That from, he chose From being to, abandoned. I mean... But Look, he wasn't abandoned by Daisy. He was abandoned... Right. He was abandoned by someone. But he chose an to accident. have this, like, eat, like, vendetta against those who have wronged him. Yes. He did. Yeah. So I, I, just I don't like, see why that counts against him. Because I just feel like he has the wrong... Um, trying to think of the word here. Motivation? Yeah. You're not happy yeah, with the motivation. The I'm not happy with the motivation. As a villain, he's not rightly motivated. Well, let's hear about uh, Stinky Pete's great motivation to be an evil villain. Okay. Stinky Pete was the pretty much the same scenario as your guy, <laughs> which is ironic. But Stinky Pete had uh, no, no Jesse. It's no. Oh no, they were that, bo- they were. Jesse had an owner. Jesse had an owner. She had the sad story where they play that really That's sad right. song. Oh, yeah, so Stinky sad. Pete's is just that he was never bought. That's right. He was, he was never bought, and he was left on a toy store forever. Yeah, he never so got. He, he never was got, just got, sad because nobody bought right, it. Right, but he never got to be played with. 
Right. So he, he 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 wanted a life of loneliness. He wanted to be in a museum. He did not want to be with children. Right. Okay. So Nothing he, you described was evil or villainous. Not letting a toy be played by other people? That's pretty evil. No, well... He didn't want Woody to be able to be played with by Andy. That is true. Yeah. Three. Or Jesse. Right. Or Bullseye. Okay, so three Or toys. when all the other toys came, Buzz, all those people. <laughs> he was going to take all of them to Japan with him? No, but he would have, like, murdered them if he had the chance. <laughs> he punched Buzz over a conveyor yeah, belt in an airport. We heard. In he an punched airport. him. He has super strength, apparently. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Super strength and... Uh, Super. Clairvoyance. Yes. And super, uh... Well, Lotso smells like strawberries. Oh, okay. So how? So what, what, what's what's Lotso's attack going to be? What's he going to do? All right. Well, Lotso has, like, a full-on gang. Yeah. And he has shown his ruthlessness and willing to just destroy other toys. Okay. I have two examples I'm going to try to argue for. Okay. So first one is Chuckles the Clown, his former friend. It sounds like when things were good with Daisy, they were good friends. They're all abandoned. They all end up in Sunnyside. And then at some point, Chuckles is damaged and then is thrown away, but luckily ends up with Bonnie, right. the, the nice girl. Yeah. So I think probably something happened, and, and Lotso had Chuckles just, like, beat up. <laughs> like, I think Lotso did that to him. You think Lotso purposely hurt Chuckles? Yeah, I mean, like, I think Lotso put a hit on him and is like, hey, we're tired of Chuckles. Okay. You know, I was trying <laughs> to think of a good clown pun. Like, uh... Empty out the clown car. <laughs> uh, slip on a banana peel. I don't know. Do clowns do that? Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Anyway, so how did Chuckles the Clown get damaged? I'm not sure. Maybe Lotso did it. But there is an example of uh, someone getting beat up that we do know who did it, and that is the Chatter Telephone. Ooh. The Chatter Telephone is helping Woody out. He tells him the whole layout. He's like, hey, they got guards. They got the monkey. They got... I don't know, other things. Go out through the trash the trash chute in the back, but then he gets beat up and destroyed, like broken, by Lotso and his gang. Now, do we know that Lotso physically did it? Um, maybe. I mean, we, we do not. And I would go, he does carry around a mallet. Like, his cane is a mallet, like right. a real wooden mallet. Yeah, that's true. So, like, he could have. Right. But he has other people, too. He has that strong guy. He has the robot. Now, so, we also have to remember, this fight is Lotso versus... Stinky Pete. Well, are you saying I'm not going to have my gang to help me? I'm not saying you're not going to have your gang to help you, but this is supposed to be somewhat of a 1v1. So it's just what, a, what, a bear I, with a hammer? I'm, or not, a, I'm not denying that Lotso isn't evil. I completely agree with you that Lotso is evil. But what is he going to do in order to defeat Stinky Pete? He's probably just going to tell all his other toys to just like... So, so Lotso doesn't have any real strength, any real abilities to we take didn't, out Stinky Pete on his own. We're not sure. So, I would say that he probably ha- does. Like, he probably has a lot of anger, and he's he's going to be... If he's coming at you with his wooden mallet, like, he's not holding anything back. Right. Um, coming at him with Stinky Pete holding his, his pickaxe here. Yes. Stinky his, Pete is very agile. Sharp, well, I don't know about that. Oh, yeah, he's agile. Well, you see the way he moved in that movie? I did. I don't remember. No, he moved. <laughs> he can move, baby! Uh, well, Lotso has a dump truck that can drive him around. <laughs> we could drive into Stinky Pete. I feel like though Lotso's relying on all of his other yeah, that's toys that's to his strengths. That's what makes him so evil. Everybody and evil entourage. Makes, so everybody else is what makes him just because. Well, it's part of it. Okay. Look, Lotso is so evil at the end. He has a chance to save everybody, and he just doesn't. Yeah. Also because he's a yeah, super a hole. Yeah. 
Do you um, do you remember what he says when he doesn't? He's there on the conveyor belt. He gets up. He has a chance to stop the conveyor belt. Do you remember what he says? He says, "Where's your sheriff now? Or where's your uh, kid now?" That's exactly sheriff. what he says. So, did you know that's a reference to another movie? I actually learned that while researching. Oh, okay. for this I thought fight. that was funny. But go ahead, you can share it. Yeah, the, the um, there's uh, the, a movie, The Ten Commandments, and a character says, "Where's your deliverer now, Moses?" Yes. So this gets um, kind of quoted with a bit of a change a lot uh, um, in like media, online, and print. Or if, if you ever heard anyone say, where is your God now? Yeah. It's kind of a reference to that. Right. So, and then he says, where is your kid now, right. Sheriff? And then he leaves. And then he leaves. This is true. So I do agree that that is something evil that he did. But same thing again. He's not the one inflicting damage on the toys. The, they are just in the the, uh, the trash compactor, mm-hmm. which Stinky Pete may have foreseen previously. <laughs> and he's just the one that, you know got them in that situation in the first place alright so so 1v1 it's a toss up I mean I have a hammer you have a sh- pickaxe and my super strength and clairvoyance if let me let, hear me out here <laughs> Chris is putting his head down in disgust right now for <laughs> our listeners so if you're coming at him and Stinky Pete has his clairvoyance powers that he has he's gonna know what you're going to be doing so he's going to know ahead of time of how to dodge, how to react in order to stop you. So if, you, if you're if you taking away what makes Lotso Lotso, his gang of thugs that he rolls ruthlessly, mm-hmm. then, yeah, it's it's probably a close fight. I don't know. Maybe it's a toss-up. Okay. Maybe I got a good hammer hit in. Did, did did he have any uh, any punches that he threw? Do you remember? I don't, I'm asking I, this sincerely. I don't, I, I, I don't I know. I couldn't think of any. No. He, I'm not he sure. basically had other people do stuff for him. Right. He he may have beat up the the telephone well, thing. Yeah, he might have beaten up the telephone, which we we really don't know. Yeah, we really don't know. He could have used his hammer and just started whacking away. He could have. Yeah, could have been plastic flying everywhere. Right, could have been laughing the whole time. Yeah. You have anything else you want to add? Um, not not fight related. Not fight related. You have anything? Uh, I have two Toy Story three facts. Want to hear them? Yeah, go ahead. Did you know Toy Story three grossed over a billion dollars worldwide? I did know that, and I think it was the first animated movie to do so. I believe you're right, and I think it's currently the second highest grossing animated movie. Mm, I have a guess of who beat it. Who beat it? Do you have a guess? No. No? Darn it, I was going to say we could do it on the count. <laughs> Darn it. My guess is Frozen. Oh, that probably didn't make a ton of money. That would be my guess. But uh, I just saw that it was second. I didn't uh, I didn't look up what was first. Yeah. It might be something else, but my guess is Frozen. The, the other thing was a... Um, a possible plot hole that I thought was interesting. Oh, go right ahead. So, do you remember in the incinerator scene, they're on the conveyor belt before they're dropped into the actual incinerator, and um, Slinky Dog gets attracted to the magnet above them? Okay. So, like, they all grab onto pieces of metal uh-huh. so that they get attracted to the magnet. Yes. I guess they're planning to, like, you know, escape from that. Yeah. But then, at the, at the end point, they all have to let go of the metal piece and drop down. Mm-hmm. Slinky Dog would have no way of letting go. Ah, you're right. But he somehow got down there with them. Did it show him fall? I don't know. I'm curious if maybe another toy pulled him down. That must be it. That's that's the only thing I could Someone think Someone must have grabbed on and pulled him down. Exactly. I don't know how they do that because they were able to hold on to another thing that would carry support their weight. Exactly. So yeah, that's true. Maybe, maybe a group, couple. Of maybe them. a couple of them. Yeah, a couple of a them group, had to do it. It was a group it. effort to bring down. All right, we dog. we solved that plot hole. I'll send that off to IMDb and let them take that off of there. Is that an error on IMDb? They put it under plot holes. They put it under plot holes. Mm-hmm. They, you know how they also do like, um, what well, I forget what they call it, like a mm, 
incorrectly assumed to be plot holes or yes. something like that. Yes. So maybe we'll have it moved to that section. Right. Because there, there might be some evidence to support the notion that it is not a plot hole. Right. Yes. Well, we did a good work there. Yeah, we did. We fixed that one. Take that, IMDb. And the user who uh, put that put that uh, plot hole there. Yeah. You have anything else you want to add for this fight? A uh, quick summary of uh, your argument? What do you got? Um, look. Lotso. Lotso. Hugging Bear. His name? Not very scary. His personality? Cunning. Evil. Sadistic. Brutal. Mean. Selfish. Cruel. Dishonest. Ruthless. Manipulative. Nihilistic. He's a crazy... He's a crazy bear. He I has, will definitely agree. He has a real mallet. A real wooden mallet that he uses as a cane, but he could beat someone down with. I agree that there is evidence that Stinky Pete's pickaxe is very sharp. It doesn't really make sense, because it must be made of plastic. So... I Just feel like that's a little it's a little they, misleading on that. Cuz they part. wouldn't sell that as a toy. They, right. They you would not, you would not have a real metal pickaxe <laughs> sharp enough to slice through cotton or whatever <laughs> or children's skin at that point. So that's a little bit of a of stretch on Toy Story 2's part to make his weapon very powerful. Yes. I think the mallet has a longer reach than your pickaxe. I think you have short stubby arms and even though you say you're agile, you're just a fat old guy. <laughs> and Lotso Bear is coming at you with crazy eyes. He's going to beat you with the mallet. He's going to hit away your pickaxe. He's going to break you, break your head. I don't know. I guess that. All right. I don't, I don't he, he is evil, so I could totally see him doing yeah. that. Yeah. He'll do it with a smile on his face. Now, there's something I'm going to add that I didn't talk about in the beginning. In Stinky Pete's Origins, <laughs> his mother was murdered by a strawberry farmer. What was his mother's name? Smelly. Nancy. Oh, I thought it might be Martha. <laughs> Isn't that Lotso's mom? Yeah, Lotso's mom's name is Martha. Oh, that's so probably I, what you, I thought maybe they would You bond. know what? That's his stepmom's name. <laughs> his stepmom's name is Martha. That's right. <laughs> uh, totally off topic really quickly. So uh, Batman's dad, his name is Thomas. And apparently Arthur Curry, who is um, Aquaman, his adopted land. Wait, Aquaman? Is, is his name Arthur Curry? Is it? I didn't think that was his name. Cal Drago from uh, Game of Thrones? Like, like the character's name. Like, you know how, like, oh, Batman, oh, oh, that's oh. what I'm saying. Like, Batman oh, is I'm Bruce sorry. Wayne. Yeah, Aquaman I don't know. Ar- I think it's uh, Arthur. Okay. Yeah, I think it's Arthur Curry. I thought you meant the actor's yeah, name. Yeah, no, no, not the ar- actor's name. Anyway, I think in the comics, his adopted father's name is Thomas. So people are starting to make fun <laughs> already to see if in uh, uh, Justice League there's going to be a connection with both of their fathers being I, Thomas. They should do, like, a quick joke about that. Just, <laughs> I, to, just to acknowledge that yeah. the Martha thing was pretty stupid. But, um, okay, so anyway. I don't think it was stupid, by the way. Really? That's a, We can talk about that another day. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> All right, so. Save Martha. It was a little bit stupid. It was a little stupid, yeah. Anyway, so, yes, his mother, Smelly Nancy, mm-hmm. was murdered by a strawberry farmer. All right. So when he smells the scent <laughs> of strawberry, he's going to go on a murderous rampage to avenge his mother. Even though Lotso had nothing to do with the murder of his mother, which we don't know for sure, but it's possible. <laughs> Steve, I, I'm getting a feeling that this is that one thing that you kind of slip into every one of our fights that you just totally make up. Yeah. Okay. This, this is it. This is This that. is it. Yeah, All right. Exactly. So that's really going to set Stinky Pete off. I just wanted to incorporate the strawberry <laughs> scent somehow into this fight. Okay? Anyway, so like we said, Stinky Pete has his pickaxe, which is extremely sharp for a toy that comes in plastic packaging for children maybe ages three and above. 
Um, he has used it before, and he will use it again if he needs to. He has also demonstrated some pretty uh, excessive strength in both the arms and the leg regions for a toy. Uh, he was able to punch Buzz Lightyear in the face and shoot him backwards. Was he? You yeah. should have mentioned that earlier. I said that. I said Buzz Lightyear. I'm kidding because you said it twice. Oh, okay. Making it funny <laughs> you're saying it again. Okay. <laughs> and then he kicked off Woody. I mentioned that before also. And uh, like I, I, I drew my own conclusion there that he is able to predict the future. Uh, so perhaps for this fight, he would be able to know what Lotso was planning, be able to see what Lotso was going to do regarding his tactics, or even know the plans that he was going to do with his personal army and uh, know how to react to it uh, appropriately and come out on top and take out Lotso. We'll uh, have to leave that one up to the fans to decide. That's right. So so that's our fight of Lotso Huggin' Bear versus Stinky Pete the process. The processor. Wow. Stinky, You're having trouble with words. I really am. Stinky Pete, the prospector. Okay. Just like every fight, there's going to be a poll on Twitter where the listeners can vote and let us know who you think had the better argument or who you think would win in this kind of a scenario. Want to add anything? Yes. Sorry. No, go right ahead. I just wanted to let you know you were correct that Frozen is the highest grossing uh, worldwide animated film. And actually, Toy Story 3 was passed by Minions. Never seen it. I've heard it's awful, but that makes me sad. It's. I, I saw it. I didn't think it was awful, but it's not very. Isn't good. Isn't the entire movie gibberish? Uh, <laughs> honestly, I don't remember. <laughs> it. It was okay. It was okay. You know they have minions, Tic Tacs. They have minions, everything. They I were know. like the biggest marketed. I know thing. they were. Like everything is minions now. It's 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 insane. I know they're making a Despicable Me three, but I don't know about a Minions two. I'm sure they are because it made that much money so alright that wraps it up Chris thanks so much for being on today my pleasure Steve. always count on thank you. you and as always to you the fan please continue to subscribe follow and rate and please continue to participate in our show thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time bye bye idiots children destroy toys you will be ruined forgotten spending eternity rotting in some landfill the Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by their respective copyright holders.